0: I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today, the Arakwell people of the Bundjalung Nation, and pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. Are you ready to win at the game of life? Well, Throw out that rule book and get down to the business of being the best and most authentic version of you. Welcome to the Human Design Podcast. We're changing the rules around success, abundance, purpose, love, and life. Where we're creating a planet where everyone can thrive in a world that loves and supports each other. I'm your host, Emma Dunwoody, a qualified master coach, human design expert, podcaster, and entrepreneur that is living the life of my dreams, breaking all the rules while doing it, making a huge impact and living my design and manifesting miracles on the daily. Join me as I break down and simplify everything you need to live in alignment with your human design, teach you how to recondition your unconscious mind for greatness, and to take back your power so you can manifest your heaven on earth and serve the rest of the planet at the same time. It's time to give up the fear and step into your highest potential, to reach for the stars, to know and live your greatness. It's what you deserve and it's what the planet really needs from you. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hey, hey, and welcome to today's episode. Wow, it is so close to being December. I mean, It's crazy, right? I just can't even believe that we are just about to hit December 2023. And if you guys are hanging around with me at the Human Design Podcast, stay tuned because next month I'm going to dive into 2023 in review. And we are also going to do 2024, planning it out, setting it up, talking about how we can manifest the dream life. Uh, which is going to be super exciting. So hang in there for those. They'll be coming up soon. Now, today, I actually wanted to talk to you about something that I feel is really important right now. A lot of people are talking about, a lot of people are experiencing, um, and that is an abundance of stress and anxiety. Um, so I want to go through today my normal three things to know, three things to do, and I want to overlay some of the ways I use human design to help uh, navigate and ultimately ultimately mitigate things like stress and anxiety. So shall we jump right in? Let's do it. All right. So I always love to start at the beginning with stress and anxiety and depression, Um With the really, really simple definitions, because I know that when I was really struggling with panic disorder and depression, no one actually told me that anxiety was fear of the future and depression was regret from the past. No one told me that where my mind was focused, my thoughts were focused, the stories that I was telling myself was focused, was actually what was causing my, in that case, back then, 20 years ago now, which is crazy, uh, my depression and panic disorder. So I just wanted to started with, start with putting that definition out there, okay? Now, I fully appreciate that it is November 2023. We are living in a time of pure craziness. And every day we have a choice to focus on the potential, to be grateful for what we do have, to focus on what could be, and do the work every day to heal ourselves, to align ourselves, and to empower ourselves to really discover our purpose and give that to the world. Having said all that, it's also something, especially at this time of year, that gets harder and harder to do because we're run down, we're tired, we're um you know, probably have pushed ourselves a little bit too hard, especially those of us that are transitioning. Like I know, for me, I'm not trying to juggle the career that I'm transitioning out of, or I'm not trying to juggle young children. Um, so I know that there's a lot of people out there that are really juggling a lot, because they're not only feeling the transition of planet Earth, this transformational moment, this liminal space that we're all in. They're also got, they've got so many balls in the air. And I just want to send out a heartfelt, keep going, you've got this, it's all going to work out, Um, even though it is hard. It's really, really challenging when you're trying to be everything to everyone and forge your own self-love practice, uh, potential new business, retraining, relearning, uh, raising children, being a partner, um, making an impact in the world. Maybe you're dealing with mental or physical health, and I get it. I super, super get it. So today I thought what I'd do is I would bring a little bit more of a finer point on anxiety um, because anxiety is something that sadly a large proportion of our global popla- population actually experience on the regular uh, these days, and that is because it is this fear of the future. Um, and because the future seems so unknown and uncertain, uh, we have to really be conscious of where our focus is. Are we focusing on all the doom and gloom? Are we watching mainstream media? Are we listening and believing the stories that are being fed to us so that we're going to be obedient and do what we're told because we're afraid if we don't, we're going to be rejected, we're going to die, we're going to whatever it is, you know, like crazy ass stuff. So the first thing I want to say to you is please pay attention to where your focus is, okay, because there's a lot of really challenging things going on on the planet right now. Is your focus in a place where you feel really challenged because, let's be honest, humans are doing some pretty unkind things to each other right now? Are you, like I used to be, going down that rabbit hole, going down that drain even of like, oh, my God, what's the point? We've, we're all going to fuck it up anyway. How can we treat each other this way? Um, and almost feeding our own psyche on this really sad and true and valuable story. Um, because at the end of the day, if we go down that rabbit hole, if we let ourselves get sucked down that drain, then we are of no use to anyone, okay? So what I would encourage you, if you are invested in some of the really crappy things that are going on in planet Earth right now, if you find yourself being drawn towards drama and gossip, if you feel yourself being drawn towards, um, you know, more unresourceful things that are, let's be honest, just making you feel even more out of control and disappointed, then what I would ask you to do is to ask yourself better questions, okay? So starting with what can I do about this? How can I help someone, even one person in this situation? What does this inspire me to do? Who does this inspire me to be? Let these things actually be the fuel to start to motivate you and to build up that mo- that momentum we need to stay self-motivated so that you can allow yourself to be educated with the things that are going on in the world, allow yourself to contribute to making this world a better place and maybe solving some of these problems, and at the same time focusing on the potential. You know, it always makes me think of Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa always said, um, you know, Whenever she was invited to an anti-war rally, she was always like, I'm never going. I'm never going to go to an anti-war rally, but invite me to a peace rally and I'll be there. She understood the power of our focus, where our focus lies. Her focus, although she worked in some of the most challenging areas, her focus was on what she could do, who she could help, and how she could serve. And when we are really aware of the most powerful thing we have is our focus, you know, where we put our attention, then we understand that we're not powerless. We understand that we are empowered, that we can step into this place and go, okay, well, I get that there's these really big, massive things that maybe I can't inf- impact, but what can I impact? Who can I help? Um, and really I want you to sit with that. Does it resonate with you? Do you feel like you have energy for that? Is it something you could do? Because if it is, then I highly encourage you to do that because it's going to help you start to lift that anxiety level, okay? Now, the next thing I want you to have a think about is, and this is kind of funny that I said the thing I want you to think about, is I want you to understand that anxiety comes from overthinking. It comes from being in the mind way too much and not in the body and not in the present moment. You know, one of the things that is crazy weird for me is when I reflect back on the years where I was experiencing panic disorder, um, I have massive chunks of memory loss. And for many years, I was like, God, there's something wrong with my memory. And I actually realized that there was nothing wrong with my memory. It's that in, in that time, in those years, I was so in my mind, that I actually didn't experience the present reality to build memories. I don't even have I don't have memories because I wasn't there. Even if I was talking to a person, I was so in my head, I was so worried about, you know, the next panic attack, I was so concerned about all these other things that were going on, I perceived were going on in my life that I wasn't actually in the present moment. So, one of the things I was talking with one of my private clients recently, and, you know, she's had huge growth and she's making huge leaps. You know, she's this very powerful MG. Um, she's making big changes fast. And when you make big changes fast in your life, um, what can happen, especially overachievers, um, especially female overachievers, uh, they forget to celebrate. They forget to notice how far they've come. So I was listening to one of her messages and she was like, you know, feeling flat, all in her head, feeling anxious. She hasn't felt this way for the longest time, all of these things. And I was like, you have to stop and reflect on how far you've come. You have to just take a beat. Because often when we are achieving, when we're doing the doing and we we win and we're like, great, I want more winning. I want more winning. I want more winning. But we don't actually sit, we don't actually like ground into it and celebrate. We don't let the brain see how far we've actually come. And when we do that, it's like we're addicted to the wind, we're addicted to getting to that next level. And what happens is, again, we're just thinking over and over and over and over and over, we're stuck in that loop in our head. Um, And what happens is that we become um, pulled out of the present moment unaware of how far we've come, we disconnect from our gratitude, we disconnect from our presence, we disconnect from our heart, we disconnect from our alignment, um, and we're just in the, the, you know, the mouse wheel. We're just like run, 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 run. So if you're feeling anxious at this time of year, just stop for a moment and reflect on how far you've come. You know, just ask yourself a simple question like, well, what have I achieved this year? You know, and just write those things down. And at the end of the day, when you start to see how much you've already done, how far you've already come, then I encourage you to just give yourself a you know a moment in time to celebrate. Um, go to bed early. Uh, make sure you rest, you give yourself some time because I know we're nearly there, I know we're nearly at the end of the year. However, we're not yet there yet. And so many of us are like, wow, I've still got so much I want to do that I want to cram into the the, the end of you know, 2023, and I'm definitely guilty of this uh, to the point where I was literally sitting on the floor climb, crying my eyes out the other day um, because I was just, I'd hit that exhaustion point. So, you know, it happens to the best of us. But what I really want you to to take some time and do is bring yourself into the present moment and start to meditate. If you are not meditating then you are missing out on the opportunity to release your anxiety, okay? When I first started healing my mental health, the the two things, the, the simplest two things that I did was meditate every day and gratitude every day. So just these two things really started to shift my mental health, just started to calm me down. Why does meditation work so well? Well, for a start, it teaches you not to engage in all the thoughts. It teaches you to give time and space and and to build the gap in your mind. The gap that I'm talking about, the gap between thoughts or we have the gap between each breath, this is where source gets in. This is where guidance gets in. This is where stillness gets in. So meditation right now, especially if you're experiencing a lot of anxiety, um, this is what I really want you to do. It's the one thing. It should be, well, I invite you to make it a deal breaker. At uh, this time of year, a deal breaker. And for me personally, uh, medit- I've gone up to meditating twice a day and I'm just doing 10 minutes of yoga uh, morning and night so I can get back in my body, calm my nervous system, be super present um, because it's, it will go so far to calm and let go of your anxiety you won't even believe it it's such a powerful powerful thing to do Um, and if you think you can't or you don't have time or you keep trying and and you know inverted commas failing I can I really encourage you to do three minutes every day just do it whatever it takes just do it because you will start to see the difference so quickly now, the third thing um, that I want you to know is that it's not true, even though it feels true. This was a game changer for me. And it used to frustrate the crap out of me because when I was first um, understood that I had anxiety and, and ultimately panic attacks and panic disorder, one of the things that really frustrated me was I have all of these thoughts and my thoughts were like, I'm going to die. You know, I remember sitting in the car, my dad was driving me to the doctor one day and I was convinced I was going to die. And as I was starting to learn more and more about anxiety and about the brain and uh, the thoughts and, and how these thoughts aren't even our thoughts, I was blown away at how true this felt in my physical body. Like I'm having an anxiety attack, a panic attack in response to these thoughts that aren't even mine. Like, what? And it it was like in that moment where I understood it wasn't true. So there was this moment of like, brilliant, it's not true. But there was also this moment of like, well, if it's not true, why do I keep having this response to it? So one of the things I would really encourage you to do is to just write down those thoughts, um, the unresourceful ones, the the anxiety ones, the fear of the future ones, anything else that's going on for you, and then do forgiveness um, on it. Now, uh, if you're in HDX, you can go to the portal and do the, um, the Hawaiian Forgiveness Method. There's a whole um, uh, video and journal prompts and all those sort of things for you to do there. Um, if you are not in HDX, then just write these things down in your journal on a scrap of paper, whatever you need, and then just cross them out, saying the mantra, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. Um, that's the simplest method, and it's very, very powerful for shifting all of these negative thoughts that are kind of stuck in the nooks and crannies, especially when we're feeling the stress and anxiety at this time of year. Um, okay, so the three things that I wanted you to know are anxiety is the fear of the future. Uh, it's too much thinking and not enough presence, sleep and rest that is creating the anxiety. Uh, and the third thing is that it's not true even though it feels true. Okay. Now, I want to talk about the three things that I'm going to invite you to do um, because because I have such a history with anxiety myself and do I experience anxiety these days? I mean, I haven't experienced a panic attack for, um, look, a decade, longer than a decade, probably 15 years. Um, However, I have experienced anxiety um, and The truth is, is these little bits of anxiety, I now know it so well, okay? I know that I'm overtired. I know that my environment is out of alignment. Um, I know that I'm thinking way too much and not sleeping enough. So I have these very specific triggers of or very specific, um, yeah, environmental situations almost that that if I let all of those get way out of balance, then that... that anxiety might show up for me. So the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to, and this might sound weird, make friends with your anxiety. Make friends with it. The moment that I had a big, that it was the second big shift in my panic disorder when it went from being panic disorder to like constant panic attacks to um more anxiety was when I made friends with it. Okay, I made friends with it. I was like, okay, old friend, you're here. What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to tell me? So I actually looked to it as it was trying to provide wisdom. It was trying to teach me something. Uh, in hindsight, the thing that I was really deaf to, and I have the 43 in my core wound, um, was that I wasn't taking care of myself physically or emotionally, that I wasn't eating the right food, uh, that I wasn't sleeping enough, um, that I wasn't listening to my own um, intuition. So when I, back then, um, I would slowly make friends with that and be like, okay, cool, that's what you're teaching me, yep. And as I stopped resisting and fearing it turning up, fearing the anxiety, fearing the panic, um, that really started to subside. And one of the things I just want to let you know as well is remember that when we, we do depression and anxiety and panic attacks, Unfortunately, if we do it enough, it becomes a conditioned behaviour. And that was definitely my experience because I uh, was in that place for like seven to ten years, right? So these were conditioned behavioural responses, meaning that um, even though I was doing the work on myself, um, I still had to just keep showing up for myself, keep showing up for myself, keep showing up for myself, build the new habit of you know, being free of depression and being free of anxiety. So I had to constantly build that habit. So that's something that I would also say to you, that it's, it's something that you have to keep showing up for yourself on the daily um, and giving yourself a break. Like cut yourself a break, know where you're headed, um, focus on your thoughts. I mean, we go into a lot of depth in this in HDX. So make friends with your anxiety. That's the first thing to do. The second thing to do, and this is where I brought in human design because I feel like this is just a really cool way to look at it because a lot of the time it's when we bring awareness to things. Once we have awareness of something, we can change it. Before we have the awareness, before it's conscious, we can't change it. The moment it becomes conscious, we can change it. Now, I actually just did this massive class in HDX where um, we went through all of the anxieties, the fears and the nervousness um, in all the awareness centres. And this is a game changer because it's kind of like your flavour of these things, like what you'll be anxious about, what you, you'll worry or you'll fear about and what you'll worry or you'll nervous about. Um, and for me, again, I think it's a really powerful way to almost unveil those unconscious parts of ourselves like let me give you an example so i have the 43 and the 17 uh in the ajna, in an undefined ajna. and our anxieties live in the the asana and the reason why they sit there is because anxiety comes from way too much thinking and f- applying pressure to our thinking applying pressure to get to an outcome um as opposed to letting the mind you know, run the zeros and ones, like run the solutions, ask the questions, come up with the answers um, in a more flow state. So anxieties come when we pressure ourselves to get to an answer, to ask the questions, to, to um, you know, have the mental clarity. So that's why the anxieties in uh, human design. So let me give you an example. So in the 43, it's the anxiety that your ideas are weird and be rejected. And in the 17, it's the anxiety that your opinion will be challenged and so you don't share them or need details to back or you don't share them and you need details to back them up. So for me, this is an area of my design that absolutely this is where I will experience a lot of anxiety. I definitely experience anxiety around or not so much now, um, but, but in the past, I would really feel anxious around my, I have a unique perspective, which is the 43, right? And the anxiety was that these, this unique perspective would be seen as weird or rejected. And what that would make me do is that I would actually, the shadow of the 17 or the anxiety of the 17, I would feel like, God, I can't back this up. What if someone challenges me? I can't back this up. So it was a place where I could see this loop and how the two of them played into each other so much. So what did I do? I got to know these two gates really well, um, both from a human design perspective and from a keys perspective, and I understood their potential. So now when I see those behaviors, if I see those behaviors show up, then I can lean into it and say, okay, cool wow, I'm afraid here or I'm anxious here. I'm afraid that in the future if I take this piece of work out into the world or if I have this opinion uh, with my kids or whatever it might be, if I've really voiced this uniqueness, I'm afraid of being rejected. Yeah, wow, okay, cool. Then I can be, okay, I'm going to lean into this. Well, actually part of my superpower is being the creative rebel, right, the 43 in its higher expression. So am I willing to challenge my fear and be weird and share my unique perspective yes i am absolutely without a doubt um so what that helps us do is just lean into our fear it's not like it's completely disappeared it's just like oh yeah i know you old friend again we're making friends with our anxiety with our fears um and it helps us move through it so much easier um we can do this same exercise with the fears in the spleen and the same exercise with the fears, with the nervousnesses in the solar plexus. As I said, we just did a massive 90-minute class in this um, in HDX. So if you're curious to find out more, you can follow the link in the show notes. Um, so the three things to do, make friends with your anxiety, get to know your flavor of anxiety, fear and nervousness through your human design chart with those gates, And then the third thing is meditate and do gratitude. Um, Ultimately, anxiety is because we have pulled ourselves out of the present moment. Meditating and gratitude brings us back into it. It also changes our frequency from this low, dense frequency, meaning that we don't have as much access to our, you know, subtle energy help. You know, God, universe, source, spirit team, whatever you want to call it, um, because our energy is really dense. So, with meditation and gratitude, we're raising that frequency, we're getting more light between ourselves, and then we have more access to God, universe, source, our spirit team, you know, all of that help. As we raise that frequency, um, we're also going to call in all the things at a higher frequency in our life, as opposed to potentially the harder things or the more challenging things, or the things that feel a little bit more like a gut punch. Um, And I know that's, for me, you know, my line three sometimes when I'm overtired, run down, whatever, I'll have these moments of martyrdom. Um, And if I spend too long, you know, that emotional low hits, and if I spend too long in there, um, I just notice like little tiny external clues showing up like, oh, I've been here too long because I'm seeing it reflected back in my external reality. You know, it's fine for us to go through our emotional lows and to feel them, um, but we're going to be shown in our external reality when it's actually changing our reality because our perception has been spending too much time on what we don't want instead of what we do want. So that would be the thing uh, I would really, really encourage you to do. Now, the last thing I want to say is if you are at this time of year, you're feeling really stressed and You're actually feeling a lot of stress in your relationship. I just want to share with you, um, Sash and Daniel, friends of mine, incredible coaches who are doing this new program. They've got a special out for Christmas time. It's all about relationship rescue and reconnect. They're all about helping people thrive in their relationships. So if that sounds like something you would be super curious about, you want to join, Honestly, they are the best of the best when it comes to relationship coaches, Uh, and they've walked the talk. They've both navigated through um, separation and divorce. They have co-parented. They're doing all the things. I've I've not seen another family move through um, separation with such, you know, kids that are just so fine, so taken care of. You know, so like, yeah, sure, mum, yeah, sure, dad, it's all good. Uh, And the way they've navigated through all of that's been incredible. And now what they're really, really, really passionate about is creating this whole reconnection and thriving in relationships. So if that's something you need, please check it out. We're going to pop it in the show notes for you. I think they've got an early bird special on as well at the moment um, to help people out around Christmas time because let's be honest, it's a time of year that we can feel a little bit stressed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you everyone for being here. And thank you everyone who've sent, put a review up for us for the podcast. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's super important that you click follow, you share the podcast, you get it out to as many people as possible so we can do our part to take human design mainstream to align all of you to your purpose so you can receive more abundance and you can have more impact. And, of course, so that you can help the, the world as well. So thanks, everyone. I trust you got what you needed from today's episode and I look forward to having you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.